0: Hello, I'm Alex, and this is Amy, and welcome to I'm So Overthinking, the podcast about Willem Wickelspies.
1: Willem <laughs> <laughs> <The> Wickelspies! <laughs> <best laughs> shake <knife. laughs> Billy
0: Shakeknife. <laughs> the best part about my interest is that Amy doesn't know what I'm going to say <laughs> beforehand, so it's a surprise every time.
1: It gives me every time. <laughs> uh, uh, that's Shakespeare, by the way, in case you are confused. Shakespeare, because <laughs> this week...
0: We're going to talk about Amy's degree. Woo! If you don't know, and our last episode, which we recorded two minutes ago, <laughs> but which we posted two weeks ago, <laughs> was on my degree. But today we're going to focus on Amy. So Amy, yeah, Jennifer Salfontaine. That
1: makes me so nervous. <laughs> what do
0: you study?
1: I am doing a BA general. Majoring in French and English this year.
0: Oh, oh, well, well.
1: Oh oh, oh. we forgot about the French, didn't we? (laughs) Yes we did.
0: (laughs) Quickly, name a French writer. Claude. Jean-Pierre Baptiste. (laughs) Him and Beau.
1: Albert Camus is who we're doing at the moment.
0: Kinky. Uh, (laughs) I'm glad your entire French class. Yeah, we're just we're just doing Doing Albert.
1: Yeah. Camus.
0: Can can you do what? (laughs)
1: <laughs> why did you do it in a French accent? That's all. <laughs> uh, yes, I study French and English, and it is a wild ride. Mm. I despise parts of my French <laughs> module.
0: <laughs> this is fascinating to me, because Amy, in every sense of the word, studies the exact opposite of what I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah.
1: That's why I was so interested besties. in talking about the maths. <laughs> because it was like, what?
0: So... Okay, let's split this into two things, mm-hmm. French and Spanish. So
1: <laughs> Espanol.
0: <laughs> you used to take no you took Portuguese Portuguese. Yes. Si. Wow. Oh.
1: You follow Portuguese. But that's not true. <laughs> I speak very little Portuguese.
0: <laughs> okay. So the English. Obviously you like English the most. I love English. You love English. Yeah. What what about English do you love? What attracted to you to it?
1: Um I think for me, it's always it's always been my thing. Um, I've always been good at it, even since I was very small. Uh, My parents and my grandparents have always been very grammar, correcty type people. (laughs) Here I am saying grammar, correcty type. (laughs) But they would always correct me and they not in a malicious way, although sometimes I felt attacked.
0: So this is Amy going, I is hungry. Then just her grandparents yelling. Yes, I am hungry. I
1: am hungry. It was even, it was more than that. Like from a young age, my grandmother um, would correct split infinitives. You know. What's you know? that? <laughs> I
0: remember it's a thing, but what is that? So,
1: you know, Star Trek. Yes. Do you know what they say to one another when they do this hand signal with the.
0: Peace be with you. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, <laughs> They're not sorry. Anglicans. S- sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> Okay. May the force be with you.
1: Are you no, joking? that's... T-
0: fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I just lost every listener if we had. If Josh
1: DeSilva listens to this podcast, I apologize.
0: Sorry, Josh. He doesn't care enough to <laughs> no, this. No, he doesn't. But anyway. <laughs> He's too busy making a mixtape or something. I don't know what he does.
1: <laughs> There's a phrase where they say, To boldly go where no man has gone before. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would have never gotten that. To
1: boldly go. <laughs> so an infinitive is where you have the word to and a verb. To go. That's a full verb. You oh, know so in you German, s- you learn the full verb form, like to be, to go, to run. Yes. Yes. So in English, it's called an infinitive. It's called that in other languages too. And if you put an adverb such as boldly in between the to and the full verb, then you have to boldly go. Or to happily run, which is something nobody would ever say because running sucks. But um, <laughs> if you split the infinitive in half, it's a big problem, and you'll sound like a plebeian. So um, my. Gr-
0: so you need to go boldly, <laughs> yeah. not too boldly go.
1: Yes. Or or. Boldly yeah, to, yeah, go. to go. <laughs>
0: then you're Yoda, which is also not from Star Trek. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so you'd have to say to go boldly, but it doesn't sound as good. To boldly go where no man has gone before. That's so interesting. I Fug never woman. knew. I... Ooh. Yes.
0: Can you teach the audience all three of them? How, and when to use to whom? To oh, whom? Wait! 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 Wait!
1: Mm. Knock knock. Who's there? To. I can't say that. <laughs> to who?
0: To whom? Surely.
1: <laughs> when you have a preposition, you use whom. Okay, yeah. So with whom, on whom, oh. in whom, hey <laughs> to whom? What the fuck was a? <laughs> hey yo, Joey. <laughs> mm. We gonna be fucking, you. In whom? In whom have you been, Joey? What she? <laughs> We're child. We are child. Yeah. Um,
0: We've moved on from royal family references to TikTok <laughs> references.
1: Sheesh. Sheesh. Castaways.
0: <laughs> Don't make me sing it again.
1: But yes, so um, while this joke is going to be so dated in two weeks, <laughs> that's when you use whom. So my grandma has always been good. Uh,
0: I'm glad i your grandpa.
1: My grandpa. Oh. <laughs> Both my grandparents have always. <laughs>
0: <Your> grandma.
1: <laughs> my grandma, my grandpa. That was a that was a good one. Man. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> Your grandma. <laughs> my grandma's always been good, and I've always been a reader. So my parents read to me until I was like 14, which is a bit embarrassing. But yeah, man, maybe not sweet. 14. Maybe like at the end of primary school.
0: So 13.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, literally, like, either my mom or my dad would sit in my room, we would read a book together, and they would read out loud, and I'd fall asleep. Cute. Yeah. Or cry. (laughs) That's my catchphrase. (laughs) Um, So, that was always lovely. And I read Harry Potter... And that always throws you into a literature degree. Mm, I this should happens. I should read Harry. No, you're studying math. It's all you know, but you should. Everyone should read Harry when Potter. When I when
0: I have free time and like when yeah. I when I die.
1: Yeah, but you must buy it from a secondhand bookstore because the author is to, um, don't don't give her money. <laughs> anyway.
0: J.K. Rowling.
1: Who? Never heard of her before.
0: <laughs> That's why I said her surname <laughs> wrong. It's Rowling. Is it Rowling? It's rolling. J.K. Rowling.
1: (laughs) Like a rolling pin. She said that in an interview with Stephen Fry, who always comes up in our podcasts. (laughs) So, uh, since I've always been a reader and I've always been grammatically inclined, I, too, became the person who corrected people's grammar. Mm. And um, I resent that about myself. Uh, Apologies to everyone who knew me between, like, age 11 and probably like 15 and a half.
0: 15 and a half you corrected my grammar like a okay, month ago and I we're,
1: said we're besties. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I said I was going to throw someone with haggis. Oh yeah, but that's that's a classic. <laughs> that's a come on. <laughs> haggis. <laughs> um but yeah, I do it less frequently these days. And
0: I think it's still important to do it because I mean
1: It's fun. Yeah,
0: that's how languages survive. Yeah.
1: I I used to do it because it was like a pretentious thing. (laughs) Now I do it for funsies. Mm, Post-precocious. (laughs) Post-precocious. I will never forget. (laughs) 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 You know, I was scared coming into university just in general. And it was the 26th of January, 2019. And we went to the... (laughs) the undergraduate welcome day in uh what what is that hole called it's just the gym
0: no it's the it's the the, the, the lc de hall thing. yes we yes. went
1: there and we all sat there i was very nervous my dog got put down that day for <gasps> susie <laughs> i had a fight with my boyfriend at the time that evening at the strip anyway it was just it was a bad day for amy Gosh. <laughs> and we were just listening to the speech and a dear David, who was president of the SRC at the time, and who is actually the president of the SRC in my heart, although we do have a lovely new president. But anyway, David was saying his speech and he said the word postpicacious. Is it perspicacious?
0: I don't know. I was thinking of Precocious from supercalifragilistic. <laughs> That's why I started singing it. I didn't just start singing it from the, like, because oh, I wanted from to.
1: David? Oh. <laughs> so, Please, David I... said this word, and I was just coming into my English degree, and I was like, oh, I've never heard that word in my life. Am I stupid? Am I not ready? <laughs> Do I need to know this if I want to study at university? There was a lot going through my head. Shame. Yeah, it was very scary. There are a lot of words I don't know. I also can't spell. My spelling is quite bad um <laughs>
0: that's why woof that's why we have word spell check
1: yes but i don't know if that's helping me actually something that's helping my spelling a lot is the fact that i'm now a tutor for grades four. i guess i have yeah four to nine right now okay and i'm teaching them how to spell and so i'm learning <laughs> i'm learning them. a lot about spelling that's interesting it's yeah. fun
0: because I heard after Mandarin, English is the most most difficult language to learn. It's a mess. Yeah.
1: The fact that words can rhyme. It's a knife
0: in Afrikaans.
1: (laughs) A mess. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Sit to sit in Afrikaans.
0: (laughs) So before I rudely interrupted you, (laughs) you were talking about how words rhyme.
1: It's crazy that words can rhyme and not be spelled the same in any way at all. Mm. When you're looking for assonance in a poem, hot tip, don't just look for things that are spelled the same. Because sometimes things can be spelled the same and not sound the same at all. Like, read and head. <laughs>
0: ooh, ooh. Through, trough, <laughs> thought. thorough, thought. <laughs> English is whack.
1: It's whack. Because it's just it's
0: like a mingle moose of different languages. A mingle moose. A mingle moose. It's mm. for like a I know what pot. a mingle moose is. Uh, okay, oh, yeah. I used to
1: listen to Jacaranda FM. <laughs>
0: Used to. It's <laughs> yeah. still my favorite radio station. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the one radio station that a certain someone I know listens to since they moved here.
1: Oh, oh. oh. shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> that little giggle is so cute. <laughs> anyway. Um yes, it is a Mangel German, French, Latin. Also, also Danish,
0: France. Norse. Norse. mm mm-hmm. Remember the Norse? Colonized the UK. They like taught them how to uh, do it. Yeah,
1: we learned about that when we did a book. A really Hamlet. interesting one. <laughs> Not <laughs> Hamlet, but okay. <laughs>
0: no, wait, there's pirates in Hamlet.
1: <laughs> pirates in Hamlet. Know. Yes, there are pirates in Hamlet. Hamlet is a wild ride, my love.
0: Would it. you like to talk about Shakespeare?
1: Yeah, I would like to talk about Shakespeare. Okay,
0: Shakespeare was born on Stratford upon Avon. That's all I know. <laughs>
1: Shakespeare was born a long, long time ago. I can still remember. Um.
0: (laughs) Both of his parents failed to show up at the time of his birth.
1: (laughs) He did kind of live that kind of life. Shakespeare was super gay um, (laughs) and didn't tell anyone. Same. (laughs) Well, yeah, but he also had a wife and children, so. Not same. Not same. Yeah, yeah. Um, But he wrote so, so many letters and poems, such as the one, Shall I Compare Thee to a Summer's Day. Yeah, that one. Really? Yes, it was for a gay man, a gay lover. What? So he wrote many, many, many poems for this gay person. And now we study them in school. And if you have the audacity to bring up, hey, maybe Shakespeare was gay. Like maybe he's not talking to like some woman. Maybe he's not talking to his wife. And then maybe he's talking to a, a gay man on the sidelines. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> then yeah, you'll get shot down immediately because high school is that kind of place. But <laughs> that's why going to university has been so interesting for me because I get to do Shakespeare again, but in a more open way. You can say whatever you want, and the lecturer will be like, oh, I see where you're coming from. That's cool. I mean, so it's not like
0: in high school where they forced the fact that the curtains were blue because the author <laughs> was sad or like something like that. Here you actually have a say.
1: Yes, you do. You have a say. And you get to, I mean, obviously, depending on the literature, you can say more about Shakespeare than you can about something that's written without a lot of um, context. Yeah, without a lot of imagery and that kind of thing. Shakespeare is wild because some of the words don't even exist anymore. And obviously, Shakespeare invented so many words that are part of our vernacular today.
0: What's a word that he invented?
1: Don't ask me now. I don't know. (laughs) Don't ask me now. Because
0: I'm having a good time. Having
1: a good time. This is the episode where I display how little I know about my degree. But it's a very wide thing. Mm. (laughs) There's a lot going on.
0: So, but you don't just do Shakespeare.
1: Not just Shakespeare. I'm very privileged to go to an institution that values the African writer. So we do... Ooh. Yes. In first year, in the first half of the year, we did um, sort of like Victorian, like early uh, uh, literature. And then... Pride and Prejudice? No, we're doing Pride and Prejudice this year. I'm very uh-huh. excited. Pride and Prejudice. Oh, I love Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I can talk about Pride and Prejudice forever. I think it's a beautiful piece of literature and it's so funny. People think that it's really serious and boring, but it's hilarious. Elizabeth gets proposed to by this doofus and he's like, Oh, you're only saying no because you're playing hard to get. And she's like, No, I think you're ugly and boring. <laughs> <laughs> she added him right there. But, you know, she said it nicer because it was 1812. But, um,. That's so cool. Yeah. Pride and Prejudice was written before there was, like, a lawnmower invented. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And But you don't have a module where you, like, learn m- very intense grammar or spellings or things like that. There's grammar. English
1: 118, which is compulsory for all... BA general students shout out if you did your BA general and you haven't done either all or English 118 you should do one of those things (laughs) otherwise you won't graduate Um, but English 118 is such a vibe Tyler shout out Tyler (laughs) we used to sit in English 118 lectures and watch Harry Potter and just absorb the knowledge because our exams were open book exams Uh. yeah (laughs) cries in (laughs) mass My mouth is (laughs) hugging
0: open to the listeners who cannot see.
1: It wasn't worth that many many credits. Um, Open book. (laughs) Yeah. I got like 90 something. (laughs) Open book.
0: One of my exams this year is open book.
1: Yeah, but that's, yeah, it's different. You still have to apply stuff. And I'm not allowed to write
0: anything in the book. I can just have it with me.
1: Oh, see, I I don't think we were allowed to write now English 118 books, but I definitely had like, I highlighted stuff so maybe we're allowed technique. to highlight and okay. underlo- but you can't cool. write extra information hot tip if you're taking english 118 if the question <laughs> if the question asks you something that you have no idea what it is just go look in the index and you'll find the word there and then you go to that page and then the question is probably from the book
0: wow you're such a buffer.
1: thank you <laughs> if the index doesn't help you can look in the glossary and sometimes there'll be words, it'll be like, what's a verb? And you'll go find it in the glossary. In case I'd
0: hope if you're first to English, you'd know what a verb is. No, it's because a doing it's word.
1: Even, it is, it is a, it, yeah, but sometimes words were complicated. Anyway, um, because it's compulsory, you can do all instead, which is like baby English.
0: A L L.
1: Yes, A L L. And it's compulsory if you don't get a certain mark for English in Matric. Then you do that instead of english 118 but english 118 is so easy just do that it's free credits
0: Mm. okay and after that did you do like are there options for 30 students to like do hectic grammar
1: no you can do that in honors though oh okay yeah i was thinking about it but i i don't think so
0: i think it must be super interesting
1: yeah uh, mm.
0: it's like doing abstract math
1: (laughs) abstract math there's there comes a point where you know all the grammar though You know, Mm. it's just sometimes a new thing will come up and you'll be like, oh, I didn't I didn't know about that one. And you'll learn, oh, there's a new type of adjective. Uh, Who who came up with that one?
0: (laughs) But the excitement of reading a new book that never gets old.
1: Yeah. And you can always learn new points of view. Mm. new, uh, You know, you can read a novel in any type of social uh, belief. So a lot of the time we'll do a novel and then we'll do one lecture on how it could be a feminist novel or how it could be a novel supporting black power or something like that. And it's wow. really super interesting and I love it a lot.
0: And imagine when Shakespeare releases his next play. Like, that's going to be <laughs> so popular. <laughs> the final jam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ugh, I hated the Tempest. Uh, but anyway. Favorite Shakespeare so, play? Wait, uh, it's Hamlet. Mm, it's probably... Yeah, I love Hamlet. It's probably between Hamlet and Macbeth. I haven't read all of them to be fair. I love Macbeth. I love Macbeth. I love, Macbeth. I love the whole thing of like... Uh, from your mother's womb, untimely ripped. Surprise, <laughs> uh, but Hamlet. I just like that they're pirates. It's very spicy. there's, there's so much happens <laughs> in Hamlet. Mm. So, I remember
0: when we were doing Hamlet in matric, and the pirates came in. I was like what? <laughs> pirates. Plot
1: twist. <laughs> Spoiler alert: if you haven't read Hamlet, uh, a lot happens. Mm. But you should you should go read Hamlet. Just watch the movie. Even there's a version with Benedict Cumberbatch. And he's amazing.
0: Wimbledon tennis match.
1: Yeah, sorry, I meant Bunded in Danche. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then at the end of first year English, uh, English one hundred and twenty, you do African literature, which is really lovely, and you do nervous conditions, things fall apart, and Heart of Darkness. And Heart of Darkness was terrible, super awful. Yeah. The thing about Hearts of Darkness is that it's posed at, as this big anti-colonial play, but it's it really just makes black people look like animals, mm. which is atrocious. And to say like, oh, but they're speaking out against colonialism and the English. And I'm like, uh, yeah, but you're not making these people humans, are you? Look mm. at you, Conrad. Although it was written very early in the 1900s. so there's a lot lot. to talk about it's a lot there's a lot to talk about and as much as you can analyze a book or a play or a novel or anything you can also analyze it in today's context and context back then which is why i was also really interested in anthropology Ah, that was so fun i miss it
0: can you give me a fun english fact
1: there's so many english facts gonna have to pause the podcast the quick brown fox
0: (laughs) jumped over the
1: (laughs) that's got all the letters in it over the log brown brown log the lazy dog lazy dog is that i think so the quick
0: brown fox jumped over the lazy dog yeah
1: yeah i think that's got all of them that's a sentence with all the letters in it yes that's a fun one yeah i english is weird because like oh do you know what the word defenestrate means? I'm sure you do because you're intelligent. <laughs> well, then, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it here first. I am
0: unintelligent because I don't know what defenestrate means.
1: Defenestrate.
0: Wait, okay, so D mean it means it's undoing. Yes, and like. then
1: think of the word fenêtre or like fenster. Oh, yes, because I also studied French.
0: Oh, to take someone's windows. <laughs>
1: I like that more than the actual definition <laughs> to throw someone out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> Defenestrate. There's a whole word
0: just for yeah, yeah, eating
1: yeah. someone out of a Yeah. Yeah. So there's a really great TikTok by somebody who I don't know the name of, apologies. Um and he talks I love of, that. he always talks about how there's like, you know, when people decide what to what words to have and how to spell them and that kind of thing. He makes jokes about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just got tapped on the
0: knee. <laughs> Flocky knocky vilification Oh, flocky
1: knocky vilification
0: <laughs> Which is? Which is? The act of judging something as worthless.
1: Could you spell that for me right now? Out loud.
0: F L O C C I N I H I P I L L.
1: There wouldn't be two L's, but I don't know how to spell it.
0: I. F I C A T I O N.
1: Wow, round of applause. Wow. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Flocky, noffy.
0: Flocky, nocky, nohila, It's
1: so impressive that you know that. My father said that to me the other day, and I was so excited because Alex had said it to me previously, and I thought he had made it up. <laughs> But yes, defenestrate. And there's a TikTok by this guy who talked about how it's weird that English people have a word for throwing somebody out of a window. But then he said that the French have a a magical verb. (laughs) Bifler. B-I-L-F-E-R. And it means to slap somebody in the face with a penis. (laughs) Kinky. Yeah, so je bifle, tu bifle, il bifle, nous (laughs) biflons, vous (laughs) biflez.
0: Oh, on that, en France, en France. tell me about the French part of your degree.
1: Gendre. Um, yes, okay. So French is oui, oui. wild at university. So I've been doing French since I was in high school, because I went to girls' High and you had to do the French or German. And I didn't choose German because I felt like Afrikaans was similar and I didn't want to get confused. I thought French was sexier. I'm not sure if that's true anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but do the Germans have a word for slapping somebody in the face with a penis? No, but the
0: German word for hippo is Nilpferd.
1: Nilpferd, Nielp, Nielp, which, means,
0: which means Nile horse.
1: <laughs> That's so cute. I love that.
0: And German for butterfly is schmetterling. Schmetterling. Mm-hmm. And many other fun words.
1: Many other words in German. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so I took French. And um, it was a really lovely experience. I had fantastic teachers. Shout out, Mr. Smith. And Ms. That's, Greenwood. Ma- that's
0: Madame Smith to you.
1: Mr. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Monsieur Smith. <laughs> Monsieur <to> Smith. <laughs> Madame, Moselle. Um, Ouvard. She might be married now. I don't know. But Anyway. Um, and Ms. Greenwood. You were fantastic. Rip to any teacher that I forgot in between. Um, I thought you were all magical. I thoroughly enjoyed French in high school. And uh, (laughs) it was not at all enough to prepare me for university. (laughs) So there are two classes that you can take at university for most languages. And there's the beginners, where you start, you know, from scratch. And there's cultural professional, which is a very pretentious way of saying you did it in high school or you already speak the language at home. So it's basically, I'd say it's on the level of high school first language English, you know? So we'll do... Oh, that hectic. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe more hectic. (laughs) Um, We do poems and plays and books and all sorts of things. Uh, So there's the literature component. There's a grammar component because we still have to learn, like, verbs and stuff. And then there is sort of like a conversation component or... I guess like a practical component where you, you have a class where you discuss topics. Uh, one that I will never forget. It was the first class that we had with a particular lecturer who I will not name <laughs> because I don't For like legal purposes. For, for legal reasons. <laughs> um, who I wish I could graduate without ever speaking to again. But um, <laughs> the first lesson we had with him, we were talking about workplace etiquette. And how one should dress in the workplace. And we were talking about that that gap that happens with women with their boobs if you wear a button up shirt and sometimes it gapes because titties. Oh, so yes. <laughs> So we were having that conversation and he said it's so unprofessional, it's gross, it's weird, why do women do that? And we're like, uh Monsieur <laughs> Do you think it happens what on purpose? What the campus? fuck? <laughs> Do you want us to not have breasts? I assume not. But um, I'd f-
0: le What's the word? Just <laughs> slap him with the penis? Oh, beefle! I'll beefle that man. <laughs> what the fuck?
1: Oh, I think he needs a good beefling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's just it's it's frustrating when. You're in a class where you're supposed to voice your opinion. And mind you, we, we in second year, we were a class of...
0: You just said, we,
1: we. <laughs> <laughs> we were a class of yes. nine young women. We had zero men. We, we had one boy. A utopia, some would say. Yeah, I love it. I adore it. We used to have one man in our first year class, and it was Tippy. And then he left. Um, Tippi is someone's name yeah tippy is fantastic um but yeah so it was really lovely just being in a a group full of women and right now we still have our group chat I I love my French class I adore these people (laughs) jeez sorry I adore these people (laughs) getting choked (laughs) up because she's so so emotional I'm just gonna get emotional I love these people and we are in a group chat called Christo et les croissants (laughs) Christo is one of our lecturers and he's the best person in the world period (laughs) (laughs) Um, but our group description talks about how we're really into gay literature and communism and I think that sums us up very well so we (laughs) we work very hard and we really hate grammar and we despise the conversation class but our literature class taught by Christo is phenomenal and I cherish it Every hour I get to spend doing French literature is a blessing. That's sweet. Yeah. So I wish I could just major in French literature and not have to worry about the other half.
0: You don't... So Amy wants to do an honours in English Mm -hmm. and not in French. Mm -hmm. Why not in French?
1: I don't... I don't think I'm good enough to do a French honours. I could. I could. I'm sure you could. I could. Why not do both? Simultaneously?
0: No, no, no. After the (laughs) other. We're still young.
1: Uh, We are still young. But I, you know, if I do my French honours first, then I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. If I do, if I do my English honours first, then I'll forget all of my French. And if I do my French honours first, I just won't enjoy studying anymore. Because French is a lot more work than English is. Mm,
0: Because you don't speak.
1: Yeah, I don't speak the language naturally.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you want to tell the ladies and gentlemen and those who do not identify as such about what you want to do with your English degree?
1: I'm gonna teach. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're gonna yell about Concord.
1: I'm not gonna yell, but yeah, Concord, Concord, y'all. It's very important. Verb subject. Subject verb agreement, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to teach. I want to teach English. I want to be a cool, hippie <laughs> English teacher. one of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, the type that like swears their keys around their finger, you know. <laughs>
0: the one who looks for pencils meanwhile there are like five pencils <laughs> yes, in her hair
1: yes that's going to be me um i want to make sure that people children feel appreciated when they're good at languages that's sweet because for a lot of my younger life i felt so insecure about not being good at maths and science because those are the things that will open all the doors you know mm-hmm. But I want to be a part of an environment where I can tell people, you know, you don't have to try and open those doors if they're not for you. You don't have to go and try and be a doctor <laughs> if, <laughs> if that's not your calling. And I think everybody has a sort of calling, even if you don't know what it is. So, and mine is English and French, but mostly English. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, Emmy wants to be an English and a French teacher, and I think she's going to do amazing. I that. could also do LO. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Me walking true. into
1: class with a gramophone. Save sex for you
0: <laughs> Like you're selling it like a door to door sales <laughs> woman. Oh uh, well yeah. you're gonna be so great one day. Thank I just you. know it.
1: You're also gonna be really great one day. You're already great. Uh, what am I saying? <laughs> I'll cry. Oh <laughs> uh,
0: well I hope you enjoyed the last two episodes of Amy and my l- little Escapade at the University of Pretoria.
1: Yeah, we didn't even speak much about the University of Pretoria and all mm. the suffering we do, but uh, thanks for joining.
0: Mm. And we hope to see you soon.
1: Soon, soon. Soon, soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.